It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The day's play for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. 16, 20, 116 to 5, 5, 35. The final score on AFL Nation for Signet. Signet's powering your everyday life. So an 81-point win for the Brisbane Lions and uh, a big bag for Jack Gunston, an equal career-high margin, a career-high bag of six goals, which he had done three times prior to today and gets another one to the tally for himself personally. That was after three weeks out, so almost a month of, uh, of football on the sidelines uh, for Jack Gunston, just going through his training block uh, with Daniel Rich, of course, who didn't return today. Jack Gunston was named in. And, uh, and he was, in the end, the star of the show, kicking a couple of last quarter goals, four of them in the last term, Jack Gunston. There was uh, plenty of touches as well for the West Coast defender, Liam Duggan. He had 33 disposals to lead the game from Lockie Neal, who had 31. Jared Lyons in his return game had 29. Will Ashcroft had 28. And Jaden Hunt and Tim Kelly both had 26. They were all the leading disposal getters across the ground. Brisbane led by 33 points at quarter time, 54 points at half time, 71 at three quarter time, and 81 at full time. Our post-match wrap for Crowes Electrical and Solar. Liam Pickering is our expert pick, pickers. We expected uh, the Brisbane Lions to win pretty big, as we do most teams who play the West Coast Eagles. Didn't come in the sort of um, the, the free-flowing, high-scoring, swashbuckling manner that other teams have done it. It was a little bit dour. I guess they built their lead in the first quarter with the seven-goal to two first term, and they, they went on from there. But after that, it was a little a little sluggish at times. Yeah, it was. That's, that's exactly right. So they won the game in the middle of the ground, early in particular. 39 clearances to 25, so they were plus 14 there. The centre square, it was 14 to 7. Anyway, that's a good domination. Inside 50s tell a tale, really. I mean, they went with the inside 50s. They had marks inside 50, 23 to Brisbane, 6 to the West Coast Eagles. So, And they're tackling in the forward 50 as well, 12 tackles to 3. Mm. So now they clearly didn't have as many inside 50s, but the simple fact of the matter is that we've uh, we've got ourselves a situation where they've been dominated. They've dominated West Coast again. We are on air here, boys. Uh, <laughs> 2062 inside 50s to 29. Close the door. 6229 the inside 50s. We've got a mother's group meeting out the back <laughs> with the door open. Uh, so they've just dominated every area, but as yeah. you'd expect. I mean, they're, they're a class team. They're in the top four for a reason. Uh, their midfield has got more depth. Their forward line functions better. And West Coast slowed the game down. But the reality is uh, all that did was just stop the momentum of the game. Yeah. The margin still blew out. It was yeah. still 81 points. But I think if it kept going the way it was in the first quarter, it would have been 120 points. Yes. If they kept playing with a, with a bit more pace on the game, because they slowed it down and chipped it around, the reality is, is that it was 81 points. It's still a big margin. They still picked up 4 or 5% today, Brisbane. Yeah. Is that – so from the West Coast Eagles' perspective, that's slowing the game down. Is that actually – is that is that effective for, you know, trying to build something for the future? Or was that simply just damage control today to try and limit – Oh, I think when the margin got out to – was what was it, seven goals to zip – before yeah. they kicked the last two of the first quarter, I think it was damage control. Okay. All right, boys, we've got we to get our hands on the footy. Let's slow it up. Let's work the ball around. 
Let's have let's hold possession. So it hasn't hasn't got really anything to do with developing a defensive strategy or nothing. Well, like maybe that. in their own mind, that you know they might be thinking that, but I don't see it being sustainable. They've got too many poor kicks. Like they're not a very talented side by foot. Mm. Not a very skillful side. Um, we talked about it pre-game. There's a massive gulf between the 30-year-olds and the 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds. Yeah. So it's not the 18, 19-year-olds' fault. Yeah. And the 30-year-old group are either struggling or injured. Mm. So that's that gap in the middle outside of Kelly and Duggan probably. There's not too many in that group. And I, Duggan would have to be getting on a bit too, wouldn't he? Uh, you know, Duggan's been on the list a long time. Duggan is 26. So that's the group that you need, though. Yeah. You've got to bring your way back up. You need Duggan to do what he's done. He's had a good season. Duggan, I've liked his season. It's probably no surprise, really, that the, the players who you look at for the Eagles as being their best performed players are the players in that in that age group, the guys mm. who are in that middle bracket. So Dom Sheed is, is 28. Tim Kelly's 28. Liam Duggan's 26. He was probably their best on today. Um, then you had Petrocelli, 24. He's pretty been pr- pretty good. Witherden, good ball gatherer in the in the in the back half. He's 24. Um, that, that's kind of and Tom Barras is 27. That's probably you look at that group and go, well, they're they're the ones that have got to be there for the next rebuild. Yeah, and they they have to rebuild. I don't know whether they. I think they are. We saw it a bit last year. I, I think they are. And I think they do need to think about what they're going to do with this pick. With this pick one, try and bring more than one bit of talent in. Do you reckon they'll they'll? Oh, they'll consider it. Yeah, they'll consider taking Harley Reid potentially as well. Yeah. Um, oh, my view is depends what the split is, and depends who you're going to be able to bring in. Because they'll be hoping to bring. There's a couple of good WA kids. Because what can you what can you split pick one into? Because last year they had pick two, which they were able to get pick seven and eight or something like that for Jinby and Hewitt. Yep. And they're good picks. And they're good picks. They're still top ten yeah, picks. Yeah, I mean, Hewitt was good today, I thought. And Jinby looks a player. Not nine and 14 it was, sorry, they had last year for Jinby and Hewitt, which yeah. is still first round. Yeah, and they're both Getting... West Australians, see? Correct, yeah. So, but they've got Victorians on their list that aren't screaming to go out of, get out of the joint. So, mm. oh, look, it's look, it's doom and gloom at the minute. But it's, it's not all it, – think of the team they're playing today. They were going like this. Priority picks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't that long ago where they had to send Chris Fagan up there to try and get him out of a rut. That's right, yeah. And now we see him as a top four side. They should be winning flags, but, I mean, they probably weren't going as bad as West Coast is. In fact, no team has since Fitzroy mm. Mm. Um, been as uncompetitive as West Coast Eagles are this year. Uh, they're a powerful footy club. You know, you'd be backing them to, to turn it around, but it's not an easy fix. Yeah. Because you can only turn it around one way or two ways, trade and draft. That's it. And nowhere and they, else. And even trading is going to be What's hard because. All right. So the ta- the ones on the that have got currency on the list that you could get something for, Gaff, you get nothing for. I don't know if you how much you get for Sheed. I mean, he's a good player, but he's not going great. Mm. Hunt is already traded in. Tim Kelly definitely you would, but not to the level that they wouldn't want to get rid of him though. No, not to the level they tra- gave to what they gave to get him. They basically gave Geelong Jeremy Cameron. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what they basically did. Oscar Allen definitely, but they're not going to let him go. Duggan, I think clubs will be after. Mm-hmm. Cripps is a good player. Uh, McGovern, someone would look at McGovern if they could get his body right. Darling, yep, I reckon. Um, I'm not sure what you'd get though. Um, definitely Barass. You know, there'd be a queue for Barass. He's an excellent player. Would Would anyone who would they who could they trade in though? Would there be players willing to? Go to the West Coast Eagles with the shape they're in right now. Is that is that a factor even for players, or would they? Well, I don't think it's a factor for West Australians that are in Victoria 
or in South Australia, or anywhere for that matter. Mm. I mean, you know, the bloke McDonald types. Yeah, yeah. You know, the guys that are, you know, he's at the Swans. The Swans have got him locked away anyway, but that's the sort of player they'd need to bring in. Yeah. You know, he's a young player, a developing player that they didn't get access to, obviously. I don't think it'd be hard to sell the idea of going to West Coast Eagles either. I think West think Coast Eagles you'll, you'll, is not a hard sell as a footy club. No, it's a hard sell what they're dishing up week in week out at Co- the moment. Correct. That's yeah. That's obviously the issue is is the football they're playing. But going there as a club with the way that the West Coast Eagles players get treated, like yeah. rock stars over there, well, it'd, it'd be an easy move if you're if you're Western Australian to go to Western Australian. They're the big club in town. Correct. Yeah. Well, they, I think Fremantle are starting to say, "Hang on, are they really the big club or are we?" Because uh, we're the ones playing finals and they're on the bottom. Mm. 